Welcome back, everybody, to Rants, Raves, Questions, and Quotes. This is your host, Mr. Rants, and I'm welcoming you back for Season 4. It is the Christmas time coming upon us, so as you may have noticed, I've got a little Christmas jingle playing in the background. But I would like to, as always, state up front, I am not a licensed therapist i am not a doctor although i do play one on tv i'm just kidding uh i am not a clinician i'm not a technician these are solely my own thoughts my own ideas my own little opinions on things i do this as my own little personal therapy and um just to get things out of my head and make some room for something new but anyway as always, feel free to touch base with me at my email address, mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my webpage slash blog at myrrqq.wordpress.com. And uh, I'm glad you guys joined us for season four. Okay, welcome back. I know I've been gone for a little bit. I had to take a break. Uh, after the Brittany Griner Merchant of Death terrorist exchange, I had to take a break. Because, come to find out, yep, I was right again. But we'll get to that. Uh, I thought I'd give a... Insight, I guess, would be the proper term on why I rant. Why I do what I do here. And um, I'll give you just a little taste. This is uh, from Ben Shapiro's podcast uh, on the 8th of December. And it's entitled, if you want to look it up, whatever you do, don't call them groomers. But this is the last, oh, minute, minute and a half or so of it. Then we're going to go to another one. Mr. President, glad you're taking a victory lap on that one. Well, meanwhile, Los Angeles continues to decline into the mire. I was talking to a cop friend of mine in L.A. the other day, and he was talking about the extraordinary levels of violence that, that Los Angeles is seeing right now. The LAPD are basically being told to reclassify violent Felonies as misdemeanors and misdemeanors as nothing. This is the way that it works over in Los Angeles. The Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gascon, who is a nut, he, uh, he now says that prosecutors in L.A. County will have to weigh the effects of charging decisions on immigration status of suspects and are encouraged to seek diversion programs to help avoid deportations, according to a new directive. It's Fox News reporting. The policy from District Attorney George Gaskin is another in a long list of progressive measures to overhaul how justice is sought in the nation's largest DA's office. I've worked in that, that office. It is routinely overloaded. When I was in law school, I did a summer at the LADA's office. It is wildly overloaded. They're doing their best to prosecute crimes, unless apparently you are now under the jurisdiction of the DA, George Gaskin, who is literally telling people that you should reclassify crimes so that people don't get deported. It is very important to keep criminal illegal immigrants in the United States. So we have to make sure that we minimize the criminality because they're illegal immigrants. You understand how backward this is? You understand how insane this is? So you have a person who shouldn't be here in the first place. They commit a crime. And now we are supposed to go soft on the crime so that they don't get kicked out of the country, which they should have been in the first place. So the illegal immigration is now supposed to be a militating factor against prosecuting a crime. 
as opposed to, you know, an additional reason to prosecute the crime so that we can throw them out of the country. It's an amazing, amazing statement here by George Gaskin. Yeah. You sharing my, my, my uh, upset with all this shit? We're going to lessen the crime so they don't kick to, get kicked out of the country because they're here illegally. They're not supposed to fucking be here in the first place. Hmm. So let's make sure we don't have a second reason to kick them back to their natural country. Hmm. Let's just let them keep on keeping on. And I'm not talking about legal immigrants. I'm talking about illegal immigrants. And we all know there's a difference between immigration, legal, and illegal. I got no problem with everybody coming to this country. I got no problem if they do it the right way, reaching for that gold ring, making a, becoming a millionaire, doing whatever floats their boat, making a million, sending the money back home to their country, to their family, making five cents a dollar on, on the dollar. I don't care. Do it legally. Come in legally. But this is California, and of course everybody goes, oh, they're crazy out there. But yeah, guess what? That shit happens here. You remember the California law that, oh, by 20, I think it was 2025, there's not going to be any gas vehicles sold in California anymore? Well, strangely enough, Virginia had that tied to them. Yeah, they thought that would be a good idea at first, too. A couple of uh, governorships ago, we got in line with them and said, hey, yes, sign us up. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Now, thankfully, Governor Youngkin is trying to get us out of that deal. But, yeah, so think what happens in California. It's not Vegas. It's not what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in California stays in California. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Whatever happens in California ends up happening here. And that's just one, one of the things that pissed me off. Here's another one. Here's another one from Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. Tucker covers a story about a New Jersey mom. So the kid, her daughter's in, uh, in school. Uh, the kid's in school, and there's these pansexual things going on in school, like these uh, things on the wall and everything. So she has a complaint about it. So she posts about it on Facebook. Like, hey, this stuff is kind of inappropriate for a kid's school, right? All of a sudden, this military officer gets involved. Here, listen to what happens next. It's the craziest thing I've heard in a long time. Check this out. So a few days ago, a mother in New Jersey called Angela Redding found out that her child's elementary school was advertising something called pansexuality. And she thought this seems a little much for an elementary school, so she complained about it on Facebook. What happened next didn't used to happen in this country and never should. And we only know about it because of a substack called Chaos and Control, which broke the story. And as we read it, we thought this can't be real, but it is. So in response to Angela Redding's post, out of the blue, an army officer at Joint Base MDL, it's a nearby military base, called Angela Redding an extremist on Facebook. That officer is called Lieutenant Colonel Christopher Schilling. Schilling then wrote on Facebook that, quote, the joint base leadership have had the security forces working with multiple state and local law enforcement agencies to monitor this situation. What? So the military responded to a mom in an elementary school complaining about the sexualization of her own child? That's a warranted a military response under Joe Biden? Apparently it did. 
Then shortly after, the chief of the North Hanover Police Department, Robert Duff, pressured Redding to delete her Facebook post. Let that sink in. The police and the military got involved because a mom wrote something on Facebook they didn't like. It's the kind of story you hear in the first glance. You're like, nah, that didn't happen. And then you realize that the media, uh, the deep state, the government, the culture warrior activists on the left, that they're all symbiotically involved in gaslighting America into becoming useful idiots and tools of their subjugation, that you realize that they're shaping and molding the public through gaslighting, that speech is violence and violence is speech. And then you start to say to yourself, yeah, this makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't a military officer engage the United States military and local law enforcement to attack a local mom who's engaging in obviously constitutional, constitutionally protected activities, excuse me, free speech and a right uh, to petition government or anyone else? Why wouldn't she? Do? But this story is insane. Yeah. So now if I post I don't like something or someone for whatever reason and it doesn't fit the narrative, I can expect possibly a phone call, email, tweet back response from my local army unit, my local air force unit, and the police threatening, coercing me to take the post down. There's a reason why I go by Mr. Rance. There's a reason why on my TikTok I wear a mask. There's reasons for this. And it still doesn't mean they might not be able to figure out who the hell I am. But I'm not taking any of this down. I'm not going to be censored. I am not after any one group. I am not after any one individual. I am not after anyone's person. But I am allowed to voice my disbelief, my discontent, my uh, feeling of utter, this is utter bullshit on various topics. If I walk outside and I say the sky is blue and you say the sky is green and I say you're full of fucking shit, the sky is blue, can't you see that, and you get offended, that doesn't mean I have to take it down. That doesn't mean I'm wrong, you're right, whatever. I'm allowed to have a difference of opinion. And guess what? These little snippets that I played for you from Glenn Shapiro, Dan Bongino, which I highly, 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 please, for the love of God, listen to their podcast. I know not a lot of people are listening to mine lately. Maybe it's because of the Christmas holidays, but we've had a dramatic drop in people that have been listening and, you know, again, maybe it's because of the holidays. Maybe it's because I pissed some people off. I really don't know. I really don't care. As I've said before, I do this for me. I do this to voice my frustrations. Uh, the people that listen generally share my rationale, my line of thinking, generally agree with what I have to say, generally, um, you know, uh, agree with me. That doesn't mean I am a left-wing conspiracy nut, although all the damn things that we keep getting called conspiracy theorists for keep becoming the truth. I believe at the tail end of one of my privileged podcasts the other day about the arms dealer for Brittany Griner trade, I mentioned that this motherfucker would be right back in it. It doesn't take a genius to figure this out. It really doesn't. 
I mean, when we traded, uh, I can't remember how many it was, that trader Birdall or whatever with, uh, with Brock, or and we let the, the Gitmo prisoners back out. Oh, we can't let the Gitmo prisoners back out. Their constitutional rights are being violated. Number one, let me explain this to you people. As far as I know, they weren't United States citizens. Therefore, they have no constitutional rights under our United States of American Constitution slash government. If you have a an illegal immigrant kill somebody because they're drunk driving in a car down in Virginia Beach and they run over and kill a nun, they are not guaranteed the right to a speedy trial. They are not a U.S. citizen. They are not guaranteed the right to a jury of their peers. What are we supposed to do, get 12 other uh, illegals? Hey, man, they vato. Yeah, let him go. Bullshit. I am so tired of the coexist bullshit. And I don't mean that we should be evil to each other or or nasty to each other or degrading or uh, anti-Semitic or racist or any of that stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we don't need to go out of our way to exist with people. If I don't agree with you on a certain topic or on any topic, okay, I don't have to hang out with you. You don't have to hang out with me. We're existing. You're still living. I'm still living. But we're not hanging out together. But that doesn't mean I hate you, regardless of how much the American uh, establishment and administration want to tell us that we are. You come here illegal, you're illegal. Illegal. That's a term. Look it up. You come here through a port of entry, you come into the country legally. Great. No, no problem. Apply for U.S. citizenship. Even better. Make a million. Great. You come in here illegally. Bye-bye. But the problem is now is they're so spread out throughout the country, thanks to the current administration in the open borders, we don't know where these people are. And there's plenty of underhanded people that are willing to still hire them, supply them with necessities, houses, cars, driver's licenses, identification. So, you know, I fully expect before the end of this uh, administration's term is up in two years that they're going to figure out a way to offer general amnesty to everybody that has come into the country illegally. That's just my two cents. But again, going back to the to the uh, terrorist basketball player trade. Sure as shit, yep, he's ready, willing, and able to go back into war with everybody. He's looking forward to it. He wants to do it. He is ready to join the forces of war and have his little peace. And, you know, I think it's funny that most normal, smart, intelligent Americans figured that out. But let me read this to you. This is uh, 
a news report I got that this interview was held on a Russian state-controlled news outlet, which is funded by the Russian government. In his first interview bag, the Merchant of Death touted America, claiming that America was once the model for the entire world and led and be an example. Like they say, you know, a sparkling town on the hill. Gee, was that what Trump was trying to make America great again about? Hmm. I wonder. Mount went on to mention that drug use in America, which may or not have been a nod to Brittany Griner being found guilty for illicit drugs in Russia just back in August, Russia displayed their anti-drug agenda by sentencing her to a whopping nine and a half years in prison before she was traded for about just this past week. In his comments regarding the state of America, Bout went on a tangent talking about how America is losing its Christian values, despite him being one of the biggest arms dealers the world has ever seen. They're losing their Christian values, they're losing their families, they're losing literally their country. It is not anymore the same country we knew America used to be. The model for the entire world and lead and be on example, the so-called merchant of death claimed. How come he can figure that out and we can't? How come he can see that our country's going down the shithole and we can't? I am certain that our leadership does not think in these terms whether you are weak or not. Real strength doesn't require expression on such a frankly cheap level. I believe the deal happened because some common ground was found that allowed both sides to be satisfied, Bout said, regarding the deal that was made. The West believes that they did not finish this off in 1990 when the, United, when the Soviet Union began to disintegrate. They think they can just destroy us again and divide Russia, he added. Uh, you know, Bout also went on to back Putin's decision to invade Ukraine, asking, why did we not do it earlier? Hmm, I wonder. Maybe because Trump wouldn't have stood for the bullshit, but this blithering idiot we have up there now doesn't know his eyes from a hole in the ground, and uh, apparently, you know, that's uh, been very well uh, shown. The arms dealer also said, he also said that he wished Brittany good luck at the prisoner exchange, claiming that she had even extended her hand to shake his. Bout claims despite his notoriety as an arms dealer and one of the most dangerous people alive, he does not think he is an essential player in Russian politics. Uh, after making that outlandish claim, Bout appeared to take a jab at Joe Biden, saying that Russia did the trade with him, not because he is worth something, but because Russia does not leave anybody behind. Gee, who could he have been referring to there? All those troops in Afghanistan? Maybe the damn Marine that's still sitting in there? This was a clear reference to Biden as many become frustrated with Biden's decision to not ensure that former Marine Paul Whelan was not also included in the prisoner prisoner swap. <laughs> Interestingly enough, Bout also claimed that when it came to light that Griner was first imprisoned, an inmate in America shared the news with him, saying that Griner was his ticket out of jail in America. Unfortunately, that became true. So the prisoners knew the shit was going to happen. The prisoners told him. Gee, why 
Why do you think that was? Could it have been because, again, she checked all the boxes. An elitist, anti-American, black, female, uh, member of the LGBT community. And I'm not saying that any of those, in and of itself, are bad. I'm not saying I give a shit if you're part of the LGBT community. I don't give a shit if you're black. I don't give a shit if you're male or female. I don't give a shit if you hate America. Yes, I do. But that's another story. Because unfortunately, yes, I was in the military. And unfortunately, yes, I stood up, took an oath to defend the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic to give you the right to hate America, to give you the right to sit on your ass and kneel during the, during the uh, national anthem. To sit on your ass and sit behind your keyboard and be a keyboard warrior on Twitter and cancel people that think differently from you and have a differing opinion. I fought for your right to do that. But guess what? I also fought for my right to sit here and bitch. To sit here and call out you assholes on this podcast. To sit here and say you're full of shit. To say I do not agree with you. I do not agree with your lifestyle. I don't agree with your choices. That doesn't mean I can stop you from doing them, but it means I don't agree with them. And I'm allowed to do that. I'm allowed to have a differing opinion. Political correctness was the start of all this bullshit. Coexist. Oh, let's let this person do that. Let's let that person do the other. Oh, we can't say nothing because then it's hateful. Then it's, uh, you know, bigoted or it's uh, homophobia or it's gay bashing or it's fat bashing or it's slut shaming or or whatever. And let's, you know, that... I got another podcast on the slut-shaming stuff. That just drives me fucking insane, too. But I'll go into that on another podcast because that's an interesting take in and of itself. But, yeah, this is why I rant. Because this is stupidity. This is utter stupidity. We are a free country. We have the right to freedom of speech. We have the right to freedom of discussion. We have the right to freedom of assembly. We have the right to freedom of protest. We have the right to freedom of religion. But little by little, all those little rights are going out the window. If I don't have the right to say what I want to say because it might offend you and I get the military and the police called in after me because I disagree with something you said or you disagree with something I said, that's not a freedom. When I have to take the mandatory pokey poke to keep my job, that's not a freedom. When I'm told that they're going to stop the pandemic, stop the transmission, everybody's going to live happily ever after, and I am forced to do it and forced to take it, even though I disagree and I have differing medical opinions from different experts that say that the things that your experts are saying are wrong and subsequently have now come to light to be found truthful, I'm allowed to be different. I'm allowed not to agree. I'm allowed to find 
happiness, and joy and shit you don't. I'm allowed to find anger and depression and uh, name, name an emotion in things that you don't like. I mean, come on, let's get serious. I like riding roller coasters. You may not because you're afraid of heights or you're afraid of the roller coaster. Well, does that mean I'm a roller coaster phobian, phobic now? Or you are, or vice versa? Yes, I'm just making this up as an extreme example, but look at how far we've come. I'm not allowed to draw the comparison of my body, my choice for a jab, but you are for an abortion. And I'm supposed to respect your wishes. I'm supposed to be Mr. Inclusive because you hire a whatever uh, nomenclature he went by, I forget, uh, pansexual something, 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 which is his right. But you hired him to be the, the part of the nuclear program for the United States government. And I'm not allowed to disagree with that because I'm being whatever the term transphobia, whatever the hell it might have been. But now all of a sudden that idiot gets caught stealing bags from airports and, oh, no, it wasn't the fact that he had a mental issue. He just snapped. When then he might have had a mental, mental health issues prior to that, but no, okay. I just, uh, like I said the other day, I think that God has put the blinders on. I think you could have a mountain of evidence and people are still going to believe or disbelieve what they're going to believe or disbelieve. I don't think they want to see the truth. I think deep down they know the truth. I think deep down they know that it's wrong to let illegals, illegals, not legals, but illegals, that commit a crime, be charged with a less offense so they don't add that to their deportation or so they, they don't draw the light upon themselves to be deported. I think it's nuts. Now, I had no problem, no problem at all, with this woman making the comment she did on Facebook about her child's school. I have no problem with that person in the military making an alternate comment. No problem at all. That's open discussion. That's disagreement. That's debate. Whatever you want to call it. No problem with that. But when he takes his position as a member of said military, that's when we have the problem. The company I work for, I'm allowed to say anything I want. I'm allowed to promote my company's products. I'm allowed to promote other companies' products. I am not, however, allowed to do that by misrepresenting myself as a member of that company. You know, there was a thing a while back about the Coke driver that got busted because he 
uh, the Coca-Cola driver, delivery driver, got busted because he was drinking Pepsi in the cab of his truck. Not really a good idea. Now, if said Coca-Cola delivery driver is sitting at a restaurant on a Saturday in a civilian clothes, not a shred of uh, the Coke company logo on him, and he orders a Pepsi and he tells his friend, I like Pepsi, not a problem. But he's not representing the brand Coca-Cola at that point. This army officer wants to give this lady a comment back against what she said. Fine, no problem. But when he makes it to the point of, I'm in the army, that's why, that's when we have issues. When the police chief comes and knocks on your door and says, you need to take this post down, that's intimidation. She didn't break any laws by making a comment. Not to mention the fact that, okay, if she had broken a law, which she didn't by making the comment, but even if they said it was inappropriate speech, that's for the Facebook platform, the Twitter platform, whatever to decide. And I'm not saying they should ban her or cancel her. I'm not going that far. I'm just saying that, you know, hey, this isn't proper. We had, I don't know how many hundreds of people, hundreds of, di of different groups that were shadow banned, kicked off. The president of the United States was banned from Twitter. And as it's coming out now more and more, even though they hate to admit it and they don't want to cover it and it's only showing up in certain circles, they knew they had nothing on President Trump. They knew he had done nothing to violate the so-called Twitter ethics code. And they still banned him because they wanted to, because they were of a certain ilk, because they were following the, you know, following the, the message that was coming out from on high. I am a white male. I am not a terrorist. I am not a bigot. I am not a racist. I'm not a homophobe. I'm not a redneck. I'm not a, 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 a slut shamer, fat shamer, gay basher, whatever label you want to put on me. Am I perfect? By no means. Absolutely not. I am no, 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 no. I, and I'll be the first to admit it. I am not perfect. Am I going to say things that offend people? Yes. Am I going to say things that I regret to a certain person, a certain class of people, a certain group? Of course. Will I apologize if needed? Yes. Will I apologize for pointing out facts that you don't agree with? No. Again, if I go outside and I say the sky is blue and you say it's green, I'm not going to apologize for hurting your feelings because you don't agree with me that the sky is blue or green or whatever. Now, if I call you a fucking idiot, I may say I'm sorry for calling you a fucking idiot, but the sky is still blue. But I'm not going to apologize for being and having my own opinion. 
I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to agree with your lifestyle. But when this shit is not put out for general consumption, we used to have a thing called debate. We used to have a thing called discussion. You didn't like what I said. You told me. Maybe you were right and I was wrong and I shouldn't have said something. We would discuss it. We would talk about it. I've always said to people I work with, if you have a problem with me, come talk to me first before going to my boss. If I can genuinely fix it, and I've genuinely done you wrong. Why the hell can't I say that word today? But if I've genuinely done you wrong, then I will apologize. I will make amends. But I'm not going to apologize because you got upset because I said something you didn't agree with. Now, if I'm being, like I said, nasty towards you and debasing your character and defaming you, etc., and degrading, okay, fine, that's different. That's why I rant, because somebody has to fucking wake up. I put these podcasts out there, yes, as a, as a way for me to sit back and get my frustrations out. And I hope, I hope, 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 hope with every fiber of my being that maybe somebody's going to hear this and go, damn, he's got a point. Is that why I do this? No. But I think we all want recognition for what we do. I think we all want some sort of uh, satisfaction for things we do. And I get that to a degree with this. I've had many people tell me, you said exactly what I was thinking, or I wish I could do that, or do it uh, this, I believe you in this, but I didn't agree with you in this. Okay, fine. That, again, leads to open discussion. That, again, leads to debate. That doesn't mean anybody's right, anybody's wrong. You don't agree with me? Start start your own podcast. Anti-rants, raves, questions, and quotes. Feel free. I'm thinking about doing an add-on. If I can get uh, a person to help me with it. I've got a lot of ideas for this podcast. I haven't been as loyally doing them this month so far as I was last month, mainly because I'm on vacation, mainly because I got pissed off, and I really didn't want to just sit here and do another couple of again and again and again and see I told you so's, even though see I told you so. (coughs) Excuse me. But... Something's got to give. Or maybe it won't. Maybe I'm just barking up the whole wrong tree. I personally am beginning to think that I'm going nuts. And by that I mean that I'm nuts for sitting here doing this. Because, like I said, the people that listen already agree with me. The people that listen already have the same ideas, same feelings, same feedback for the most part. They have difference of opinions in some cases. But... Overall, we share the same mindset. We share the same feeling that the country is being run into the ground. 
faster than normal. And uh, we're not sure we can pick up and, and get it back to where it was. So why do it? If nothing's going to change, if there's not going to be a breakthrough, why do it? And part of me says, like I said, it's just for me to get my frustrations out there. Part of me says maybe one day somebody will hear the message and wake up. I quit watching regular news, even local news, two years ago when I saw how crazy the news cycle was becoming, how anti everybody was about Trump for every reason, not just because he fucking tweeted it that he hated this or hated that or whatever, but everything that man tried to do, he got ran to the ground. Everything. Because in my opinion, he couldn't be bought. Because in my opinion, he was right, and they were scared shitless they were going to be found out. So, here we go. So, where did I turn? I turned to podcasts. I turned to listen to conservative people. Dan Poncino, Glenn Shapiro, Chad Prather, uh, the Hodge Twins, Terrence Williams. And isn't that funny that I sat here and I did two hours Two different one-hour podcasts on privilege for the Brittany Griner uh, trade with the terrorist. And I got maybe four or five listeners tops. But yet I did a TikTok stitch where all I did was I stitched myself, a picture of myself wearing the mask with the title, the, the, the label that I didn't text it says, this country's going to hell. We did. We should never have done this trade, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it was another person's video, uh, Terrence Williams, talking about how we fucked this up, and she's not a a, a a good trade for this terrorist, and it never should have happened. Blah 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 blah. And my hits went through the roof. I get up the next day. I got over 90, 95, 100 views. Comments after comments after comments of, yes, this guy's an asshole. Yes, we never should have let this guy go. Yes, she's an elitist. Yes, 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 yes. Agree, 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 agree. But I got five people listen to the podcast. Five people, five listens. They can sit there and love in abundance, a little clip of me not even saying nothing, wearing a mask. They don't even know who the hell I am, but I retweeted somebody else's or recopied or republished another person's uh, clip, 15-second, three-minute clip. Three-minute clip tops is all you get on, on TikTok. Three minutes, top video. I did two hours Two hours of me sitting here talking about that same thing. Saying on many of the same points that Terrence Williams pointed out in his little video. I got hundreds of comments on TikTok. And I have a friend that suggested I do TikTok more. That I put the, my message out on TikTok more. But I don't like TikTok as much. I like the podcast. I like the fact that you guys can hear my actual voice. I like the fact that it's limited, at least right now, to 
the people it's limited to. I would love to have the listenership go up. It's always fun when I notice somebody from a foreign country has come up on my podcast. I've had uh, two different organizations email me about the podcast saying they want me to do this, that, and the other, and I'm not sure if I go through with it because I don't know who they are. I don't have any background on them. I don't have any background on their organization. They may just take me to the cleaners. So I'm a little skeptical and I'm a little cautious. I mean, hell, I'm already on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, on the web itself. I'm already out there on seven or eight different platforms. I'm available through Snapchat, through email, through my blog, through Facebook, through Telegram. You know, uh, I've got all these ways for people to get a hold of me and voice their opinion one way or the other. And, of course, text and phone calls. And aside from my regular listeners, I don't get anything. But I repost a little three-minute video on TikTok wearing a mask where I don't say a word. And I get 100 plus views, 100 plus comments, 100 plus followers. So, yeah, I did the smart thing. I said, hey, really want to hear my opinion on this? Go to my podcast. Listen. Think anybody did? Because it's easier to be a keyboard, a behind the keyboard warrior. It's easier to type, yeah, I agree, or yeah, he's an asshole, or no, I think Biden's the best, or no, I think Trump's the worst, or I think, oh, Trump's the best and Biden's the worst. It's easier to sit there in complete anonymity than it is to call me out on something like this. So you wonder why I rant. I rant because this world is going to hell. I rant because we have the military and the police going after citizens who are only exercising their First Amendment rights to free speech. I rant because we have illegal immigrants out there that are being treated better, way better, than the actual... uh, citizens of this country I rant because I see this every day in some shape or fashion and it didn't used to be like this it has happened radically fast and I'm not just talking with the Biden administration although that has turned it up to warp speed warp factor 7 Captain. but yeah it, we've been do, going down this path for I would say, let's see, Trump had four, Biden's had two, six, eight with Obama. I'd say at least uh, the last 14, 15, 16 years is when it started going downhill. We went from Barack, Barack, Trump, Biden. And it was supposed to go Barack, Barack, Hillary, and then probably Hillary again. Thank God 
that we had that break in there for Trump. Whether you hated him or not, it slowed down the momentum of going downhill this country was having and was going. We have got to put on the brakes. Or there ain't going to be a country left. Our strategic oil reserves are almost gone. We can't drill. We're not energy independent. We print money like it's fucking water. And we don't have the goods and services out there to support that. We're letting illegals come in in droves and thousands. We're lowering the crimes so that they don't face deportation. While meanwhile, I guarantee you if I did some of this shit, I'd be behind bars for life. If I go out and I kill a black person, that's hate. That's a hate crime. Why? And you're going to say, oh, because it's racist and because he's black and because... Okay, yeah, I understand all that. I'm not disagreeing with that fact. But the fact that, that I disagree with is, why is it a hate crime? Isn't murder a hate crime? Period. Isn't a black person killing another black person a hate crime? Isn't a black person killing an Asian person or a white person or any other combination a hate crime? Don't you have to have some hate in your heart to kill somebody? I mean, unless you're in a military camo outfit or a ghillie suit with a sniper rifle or, you know, an M16 slung around your shoulders. Unless you're doing it because your commander-in-chief has ordered you to war and you're fighting for something. Isn't any kind of murder a hate crime? Why have we had to generalize it? Why have we had to split it up? If I steal from a black establishment, a black-owned business, that's a hate crime. If I steal from Walmart, it's the same thing. I'm still a thief. I should still be punished accordingly. It's still bad. But we play these little games. And anyway, I could go off for another hour, but... The clock is winding. It's telling me that I'm running out of time. So I just wanted to, I don't know. I don't know if I ever even really answered my own question of why I rant to you. Uh, I brought up a couple more issues. I brought up a couple more things that I told you was going to happen was is happening. So I don't know. I think right now I'm going to sign off here with this in just a few minutes and I'm going to go back and I'm going to read or I'm going to watch more of my Christmas shows on my DVR. Because as much as I love talking to you guys, as much as I like informing and doing the rants and the raves and everything else, if I get on Facebook, if I get on here and do another 16 podcasts, which I might just do another one anyway. I don't care. Fuck it. You know, uh, I don't like to do the negative stuff all the time. It pisses me off. It really does. I don't like being pissed off. I don't like being negative. You know, I used to tell my kids, Dad, you yell at us all the time. Well, you're doing wrong. You need to be taught, spanked. Yelled at. Well, when you get older, I can't spank you. What can I do? I can take shit away from you. Or I can raise my voice. You know? 
I don't like doing it, but something's got to get your fucking attention. You know, when you were a child and you touched a hot stove, you got smacked on the hand. Why? To teach you not to fucking touch the hot stove again. Some of you keep touching the fucking hot stove. Some of you need more than a smack on the wrist. You need a belt upside the head. A good swift kick in the ass. And maybe you'll get that here, maybe you won't. But I'm sufficiently defrustrated for the moment, so I'm going to sign off. This has been a little bit more insight into why I rant, what I'm ranting about. And if you think I'm wrong on some of these things, challenge me. Feel free. I welcome it. I look forward to it. I want it. If you think I'm full of shit on those those little snippets I played from Dan Bongino and uh, Glenn Shapiro, I welcome you. I advise you. I suggest highly that you go listen to their podcasts. On top of me doing this one, I listen to three or four other different podcasts every freaking day of my life. Plus get my job done. Plus take care of the family. Plus, 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 plus. So if I can make the time to do it and learn the truth, you can too. So anyway, that's why I ran. And uh, I'll talk to you later. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. 